work, my, the bathroom was my getaway. So mm-hmm. just like, no one's gonna bother me. Leave me the hell alone. I'm in the bathroom, you know. You know, so I would just be there, um, just kind of chilling sometimes. Just like. I be in my head sometimes. Welcome to Musician Secrets. I have the amazing singer songwriter London McKay, uh, McCoy, sorry, London McCoy, okay. <laughs> <laughs> with me today. <clears throat> Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited that um, you, you know, reached out. Well kind of replied and uh, wanted to be here because I listened to your song sometimes. That was the first song I, I heard of yours. Um, and I just loved the honesty in the song. Um, that's kind of what drew me in. I'm like, I need to get to know this girl. Like, she's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's a great, I just love good music and I just, want new music and I don't care who the artist is as long as it's good music and that was definitely the the case and I'm just like I need I just need her on the podcast like come on (laughs) if you don't want me asking how did you find the song um through a playlist it was called um independent artists only I think okay okay I'll have to check that out independent artists only yeah, um, it's really cool because it has a lot of artists on there that, um, um, yeah, that you usually wouldn't know, but they have awesome music, um, and I, I hope, I think that's how I found your stuff. Okay, no, uh, no, it's cool. But either way, it's just a cool playlist to find awesome new music, um, and I've actually got a few people that are already interviewed um, that I found through the playlist just playlist as well so um nice i have to check that out is that on spotify yeah that was on spotify okay shout out to spotify independent artists (laughs) it was really cool um because it let me show it has like it has this purple background and like these headphones on it um because sometimes if if they sound very similar then um this is what it what it looks like Nice. Okay. I'll yeah. definitely follow that playlist. Yeah, independent artists only. So and then um uh Kelly I never know how to pronounce her name, but who uh she updates the playlist like every few days, which mm. is really cool. Um so I think her name is Kelly Ly. So okay. Kelly and then L-E-I-G-H. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think if you put in the title, you'll, you'll find it. And then it just has like tons of, oh, I see sail away right there. Yeah, I did. (laughs) I see it. Thank you. Yeah, I've definitely, I've like listened to it today all the way to work and back. It's been like on repeat. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I can't wait to talk about, uh, your singles because they're really, really good. Um, before we dig into that though, um, just a quick run, or quick, you can take all the time in the world, um, a run through of what got you to music, what got you to songwriting, where you're from, um, and you know, who are you basically? Sure. <laughs> so I'm originally, again, thank you for having me, London McCoy. Um, 
uh, it's my name and or my artist name, I should say. Um, and I am originally from New Jersey. I currently reside in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I've been singing since I was little, um, but I didn't take music seriously until maybe after high school. Um, and I dabbled with songwriting and I would write poetry and books and like all these different creative things um, growing up. But, you know, I feel like sometimes with music or with, with singing, you don't know that you can sing until you're affirmed. Um, so when I was little, I was in the one, uh, what is it called? The Wizard of Oz, the play. And like the principal like called my mom and was like, did you know she can sing? And my mom was like, no. <laughs> she was like, no. <laughs> my mother sings too. But um, well, around like fifth grade, I knew I had that capability to sing. But um, yeah, I really didn't take myself serious until maybe high school. It was a desire, but I took it serious in high school and I would write songs with some friends. And then I want to say maybe in 2013, um, that's when I recorded um, my first single and EP. It's really old, <laughs> um, but uh, it was a, call, a song called Bittersweet. And I wrote it about this guy that I liked. And I sang it at a um, coffee shop at this open mic. And a lot of people really liked it. So from then on, I just, yeah, I got a great response. Um, and I wrote that song in my car, just like randomly. I used to write a lot in my car, just like freestyling and just like coming up with melodies. Um, so yeah, again, affirmation people just like oh i like this i like this so i'm like okay i guess i'm doing this so I yeah. would look <laughs> um and yeah i just started writing more music i stopped for a while because life happens and then um going into last year beginning of last year i released sometimes i wrote sometimes um we'll get into that later but um yeah that's kind of a summary of yeah my musical journey i guess um, that's interesting that you wrote like a lot in your car. <laughs> yeah, it was like my. You know why? Because in in your car, I mean, I don't currently have a car here in Brooklyn because yeah. I mean, where my parking is. But yeah, <laughs> but but I feel like that was just my safe place. Like I could sing as loud as I wanted to. I could sing off key. You know, I just felt free. Yeah, it was my safe place. I felt free. You know. Yeah, that, that's what I've never, I mean, I've written in the weirdest places, but I've never written a song in my car before. Try. I have like ideas and I just kind of like mumble it in my phone. Right. I'm driving and I'm just like, I, need, I can't stop and type it. <laughs> so I have to like record it into my phone, but I've never like written a, a song. So I think that's very interesting. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my safe place. Which is funny because um, after I sold my car, I had to find a new a new place. So yeah. that that transition was weird for me. So I'm like, dang, like I don't know. I, I had to find a new place, which was weird, but I figured it out. Mm -hmm. So where do you write your songs now, mostly? Honestly, um, anywhere now, like the subway. Um, I'll like be walking and I'll be whispering to myself, like, ah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> like little voice notes, <laughs> so nobody knows what I'm doing. Um, now. Now, if I'm inspired, I'll just do a voice note. So that's, I actually come up with melodies and lyrics of, you know, I'll freestyle it. And then I go back and kind of listen, like, what was that, that I was saying? And then I'll build from there. Um, but I don't have a set place. Um, currently with the pandemic, my apartment um, has been like a safe place. Um, but now, anywhere, yeah, anytime, any place, I'm gonna write a song, so. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's really cool because you never know when inspiration hits mm-hmm. it's uh you just gotta take it take it as it comes you know it's kind of yeah. Um, what, what, what was like the weirdest place you've written a song? You know what? On Instagram, I took this highlight off my page, but I had like songs on the toilet, kind of because it's gross. Like, why, first of all, why do you have your phone in the, on the, in the bathroom? Even though a lot of us carry our phones with us, but I'm like, you know. <laughs> Don't lie about it. <laughs> I'm not weird. We all do this. We so <laughs> I was at work. I just was thinking because this acoustics is so dope uh, in my job. So it was like, ooh. So I would just go in the bathroom and just sing sometimes. And I would just start coming up with stuff. So I was just being silly. And one day I just posted it. And some people were like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, oh, that kind of sounds good. You know, whatever. But I guess that might have been like the weirdest place. Um, bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, but at work, right? At work. work. Yeah, not my personal bathroom. <laughs> at work. <laughs> And honestly, at work, my, the bathroom was my getaway. So mm-hmm. just like, no one's gonna bother me. Leave me the hell alone. I'm in the bathroom. You know, you know, so I would just be there, um, just kind of chilling sometimes. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I've never done that either. <laughs> <laughs> it's a personal bathroom, so it's not like stalls. So that's another plus. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah. makes sense. All right. Okay. <laughs> like imagine you like saying like someone else is like making right. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, that <laughs> makes more sense. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Can you imagine you're in the next stall? You hear somebody yeah. bubbling? I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 no. What is she doing? <laughs> I would love that though. Like if I be like in the bathroom key and then the person next to me would just like sing so i have like entertainment while <laughs> especially if they were singing well that's true yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah true. <laughs> um with sometimes what whoops what i really loved about that um i'm a lyric person so um and bass lyric and bass like those are like actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, our son, I, I can't play the bass to save my life, but I love a good bass line. Mm-hmm. And um, Sail Away definitely has that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, I just melted. Because that's like the first thing you kind of hear as well. And I'm just like, yes! <laughs> but uh, sometimes, oh, yeah. to go back to that, mm-hmm. um, that's really like honest and raw. And I love songs like that because I think we need more of those. Um, explain the the process behind it. Explain how you wrote it and um, why. Sure. I um, thank you. Thank you for that. I wrote. I believe I wrote sometimes in 2017, actually. Um, and a I while was, back. Yeah, it was a while back. Um, I was in another apartment, um, yeah. and you know, just like living in New York and just, which is a very expensive city. Most everyone knows that. Very right. <laughs> expensive. Right. So, and just being an artist and just trying to make things work and figure it out. I was feeling kind of down that day and I have anxiety. Um, so just anxious. About, the song as well. yeah, you yeah, I mean, the song's about anxiety. Um, but I was listening to music and I just started, I believe the song started, um, uh, I believe I started mumbling. I'll be in my head sometimes. And I just was like mumbling and like, doing different things. I just was like, hmm. So I just recorded myself. And um, 
I, yeah, I just like recorded myself. And at first I left it alone, but I sent it to a friend and um, this guy, it was a guy friend. He was like, wait a minute, I think you should work on this. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, cool. So then I'm like, okay, drinking water, trying to model business. And I'm like <laughs> writing, but these are all, honestly, it wasn't like I was sitting, this song wasn't like I was sitting down trying to find the lyrics. It just was, it just kind of came to me. And then I build upon that. Um, and it's interesting. When I finished the song, I did not like sometimes. I didn't really? like it. No. So it took me so long to release it. I was like, uh, I don't know if I like this song. <laughs> and it probably was a vulnerability thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just wasn't feeling it at first. And then I brought it to uh, a friend of mine, Preach Gold, who's a producer. Um, at the time, we sat with it, we worked with it, went back and forth. And then, um, a mentor of mine, Nina Rosen, we discussed it. She actually um, helped me write the song. Mm -hmm. um, after I wrote Sometimes, went to her, we kind of restructured it and she added her amazing flair. She's amazing, um, so definitely check her out. Um, and I was like, okay, this sounds good to me. Again, I wasn't sold. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think again for me, I think I was just uncomfortable with the vulnerability and where I was at that time and just understanding anxiety and just feeling overwhelmed um, about things I can't control. Yeah. Um, and like, for me, just there are situations, especially now, so interesting, I wrote that, what is that? Let me do the math, three years ago. Um, three, like, well, three years ago. Um, and I, I released it at the perfect time because I had no idea that I was going to be releasing this song in the middle of a pandemic where it's so <laughs> relatable, you know, and I, yeah. that's crazy. For me, like I'm a spiritual person that's totally God because I was like, I wasn't even feeling this song, but yeah. you know, this song, but it resonates now. Um, and I think it resonated with a lot of people um, because of, for that reason, yeah. but just feeling like, okay, I don't know if I want to be here. I don't know if I don't want to be here. I don't know, like, just my, you know, just those those thoughts that we don't discuss often. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that was the resistance for me with releasing the song, just that vulnerability. It, it takes a strong person to release a song like that. Thank you, yeah. And, and, and it's okay sometimes to, like, hold back. Like, if it's just a song that's yours for the time, that's fine too. Like you can take your time to release. Yeah. Like just because you've written it doesn't mean you have to release it like in the next months, year, whatnot. Mm -hmm. like, I think when you're ready, you're ready, and then you can stand behind it. So I think it's really, you know, cool that you're like, you know what? I'm not quite there yet. I'm not ready. You know, it's just it's still too vulnerable right now. Mm -hmm. um, and uh yeah it, it's really funny because the more people i talk to the more like mental health and anxiety just comes up all the time like i i started with depression in like my 20s like beginning and i was like 2021 20, and uh and music is really what helped me out of that like listening to other musicians going through the same thing I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. I thought I was the only one going through this. I thought I was the only one with anxiety. I thought I was the only one that's struggling with depression and um, having these thoughts and, you know. And so I think it's really cool and just brave that, you know, that you're saying it. You're just like, sometimes, you know, just have those days. <laughs> yeah, and, you're right. Totally. And I just, I appreciate that. And that's, I think that's what drew me into the song, like, drew me into the entire 
you know, you and the lyrics and everything. Like it was, it's just, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. No, that means a lot. If it, you know, it means, it means, um, it means a lot knowing that it resonates with someone else, you know, like, and the feedback I've, I've received from the song is incredible. And it's not just because people, you know, it's, I love that people like the song, but when you feel the lyrics, like you said, you're a lyrics person, when someone relates to the lyrics, especially words that are so personal to you, and they, this is how I felt at that time, and they feel every other day or whatever. Um, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to know that. So thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, I have a, a, my favorite, I wrote down the, the, the lyrics of my favorite phrase, and I hope I don't <laughs> my song? Yeah, your song. Oh, wow. okay, good. <laughs> Um, it's more like in the uh, more of the beginning of the song. I didn't write okay. down exactly what minute it was on, but um, but it's I love this phrase. Um, it says, "I'm scared to live, but uh, I'm scared to live, but too scared to die." Because all of these thoughts they consume my mind. All of this <laughs> is the world. In the world is a tragedy. I'm just here trying to keep my own sanity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, that that's brave to say. Like, yeah. that's yeah. just putting it out there, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely had those thoughts before. Like, yeah. um, I've never, I haven't attempted to commit suicide before, mm -hmm. but I've also questioned if part of that reason is because I'm afraid to. Yeah. You know, like I don't know what it's like not to be here. Um. And it's like a part of me doesn't want to know what that feels like, but it's just that, you know, rocking the boat. And you know what? These thoughts happen, these things occur. And um, just aside from the pandemic, just like the injustice that's going on around us, you turn on the television, you're seeing, totally. especially here in the USA. Oh yeah, I can't um, imagine. This <laughs> tragedy. Um, so so living, living here, living here as a black woman and seeing all these things around me and then on top of that trying to keep myself afloat keep my loved ones afloat and you know i have my own thoughts so yeah i'm thank you for mentioning that line that's a very real line to me um and yeah yeah unfortunately in three years it hasn't changed so yeah yeah <laughs> hasn't I changed. uh yeah, I mean, how would, do you have like a way of kind of dealing with it, or is there is there what does so if, if anyone else, um, which is most of us, <laughs> experience that anxiety, what advice would you give them? So um, my advice would be to seek help if possible, whatever that looks like for you. Um, I'm in therapy currently yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> yeah so um i'm in therapy currently and i know that sometimes it can be difficult to find a therapist who relates to you who you can connect with so i'm not going to pretend that therapy is easy um because the first step is finding someone you're comfortable speaking with and seeing if that works and then there's doing the work which is digging deep and letting these things out which is also can you know i don't want to curse on here but it could be a poop show you know just doing that it, it can be really hard yeah. it can be really hard to do that um it's and difficult challenging uh so for me therapy um i journal i pray um i take walks i love walking mm -hmm. i love being outside i love people watching um covid has made that difficult um but you know just going outside and just being inspired by life yeah. that helps me 
um, music, as you can see, like vinyls behind me. Yeah. Music is that's my connection, you know. So I'm a huge Stevie Wonder fan. So I listen to this. You know, come on, can we just take a moment? Oh my God! Don't get started on Stevie Wonder. <laughs> you know, so but artists like Stevie Wonder, you know, and um, Shaka Khan, and and just um, Erica Badu, all these amazing artists that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not feeling it. I turn on something that makes me happy. And yeah. I dance. Yeah, and I dance and I move around. Um, I'm blessed enough to have great people in my life, so I'll call a friend or two. But I'm careful with that because sometimes, sometimes, um, there are times there are times where I don't want to offload yeah. other people. So I'm learning, especially in these current times where everyone has something going on. Um, and we're like stuck in the house and just people are losing their jobs and you know. I, I'm trying to balance that where I can reach out for help, but you know, I have my therapist, I have my, you know, my resources. So yeah. share with friends, but don't don't jump on them. Yeah. We're all going through a lot. For sure. So yeah. that, I guess that's my advice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's, I think it's important. I, first, I was embarrassed to tell people that I was in therapy. I, I would not tell anyone, because it was like, oh, if you're in therapy, you're weird. Like, there's something wrong with you, right? And then the more like now that I've like I've been through therapy and I've seen how much it's helped me and I'm kind of more confident in who I am and what I thought and what you know <laughs> uh, what I was struggling with once I started owning it and then kind of being like you know what I was a therapy and it really helped <laughs> yeah um, you should try it sometime you know and I think as soon as we start you know, really opening up and talking about it um, and trying to make it okay. Kind of being like, you know what? It's okay to be in therapy. It's actually healthy if you need it to go and get it, <laughs> right? Um, there's nothing wrong with you at all. Like everyone is struggling with something. And I think there's such a power if you raise your hand and you're like, you know what? Yeah, me too. You know what? I'm struggling with that. You know what? yeah i'm not okay with this or um and i think then we see like oh all right i'm not i'm not the only one i'm not the only one struggling because everything everyone is dealing with something <laughs> yes. right i love that yes you're right i love when you say you know raising your hand and saying it's true um acknowledging that and i feel like i don't know about your therapy experience but once i i've had maybe three three different therapists now but I feel like every time I share something, I no longer feel alone because it's not the first time they've heard that. Yeah. You know, it's not the first time. It's hard to shock them, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. You know, I just say it and I'm just looking, you know, it's a Zoom call, I'm looking like, okay, well, what is she about to say? And it's just like, mm-hmm, you know? <laughs> She's just like, continue. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, sure. You know, it's not as bad as you think. And, and it's not to make less of a situation, but you're not the only one. Yeah. You're not the only one. And these are people that want to help you. Paid yeah. professionals that want to help you. They want to hear what's going on. They want to help you help yourself. So that's what I have to tell myself. Like, there's nothing too hard. You know, there's nothing that's going to, like you said, shock the therapist. Yeah. And I'm defeating myself by not sharing. Yeah, totally. Like, I, I, went, I, I lose nothing from sharing. Mm -hmm. I gain everything. But when I keep it in... Um, and I recently shared something very personal with my therapist, and it took me three weeks to get there. And I'm like, oh, I don't want 
tell her this, don't tell her this. Yeah. Then I just said it and I felt so much better. Right. So much lighter. Yeah. And it was hard. It really was hard. Cause you know, I think it's the judgment, like you said, <clears throat> and it's like judgment for myself. Like I'm judging myself for admitting this. Mm-hmm. But once I said it, I let it out. Mm-hmm. I was good, you know, just like, okay, wasn't that bad? Deep breath. Okay, now we can work on this, you know. Yeah. I think that taking that route is a hundred times harder than not talking about it. Like you said, like that's you're only hurting yourself because that's what I did up until then. I was just swallowing my problems. I didn't talk about it. I didn't want to know. Like I literally got my brain to suppress all these memories that I had. And because that is easier than actually saying it out loud, admitting it. Because once you say it out loud, you're like, oh, right, I said it. Like it's, I'm admitting it, right? And that brings up all those emotions again, all the, the stuff that you've been suppressing, all those tough thoughts and things you've experienced and all those emotions, they just come all back out and they kind of like explode and now you kind of have to like deal with the mess and kind of start cleaning it up and i think sometimes i had sessions it's like is this worth it like is this pain that i'm reliving again that i've been trying so hard for like a decade to like escape is it worth it like the healing process is so much more painful at first you know like you have to deal with it. Like it feels like a lot of pain all at once, but once you've kind of cleaned up the mess, <laughs> um, it's you. You'll feel so like in the long run, it's so much easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. You're right. Did you experience the, the kind of like the same thing, or? <laughs> um, just- no, absolutely. Um, I think that I have to. Ju- I've learned thus far because you know I'm still doing a lot of work. <laughs> um, I've come a long way, but I'm still doing a lot of work. I've learned to just be gentle with myself and say, hey, you're trying, you're trying, you know? It's not gonna happen overnight. Um, and I have to remind myself, cause I'll get into these ruts. I'm like, oh man, like I just apologized to someone the other day and I can be quite prideful. And I was just like, nah, you need, you need to apologize. And I sat down with myself, I was like, girl, you're growing, you know? <laughs> but like, I, I, you know, I'm taking, taking these moments to um, celebrate myself. Yeah. Because that was a big step. That was a big step. And sometimes that when I'm go, working through these emotions and working through, like you said, past traumas, yeah. I don't feel like I'm growing. I'm like, why am I still hitting this wall? Why does it still hurt? Why is it still an issue? Why is it still a trigger for me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, like you said, is this worth it? I still feel a lot of pain from this. This is still taking me back. When the hell am I getting over this? But it's those other, it's these small victories. Yeah. Like, no, something's changing. You're gonna get there. And being content with the fact that, you know what, in my lifetime, I may never get to a point where I am just completely perfect and then nothing bothers me and I'm no longer triggered, but I feel content knowing that my relationships are, um, I can see the fruit in my relationships because I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying, you know? So yeah, I relate to that a lot. Well, that's really cool. Uh, that I, I got a question once uh, from a friend of mine and she asked basically like, when does the pain stop? Or when do you know that you've healed? 
and there's a quote that, that I really like, and it's kind of um, goes back to what you said is um, pain doesn't mean that, or he, the pain doesn't mean that it never existed. It just means it doesn't control your life anymore. Mm -hmm. so, or healing. I think healing, you know, you've healed once it doesn't control you anymore. It doesn't trigger you anymore. Um, Cause you'll still remember, but it won't affect you the way it did. Like before I had this really, the situation that I just was traumatized since I was a kid. And um, I couldn't, my brain was suppressing it so badly for over a decade that I wouldn't talk about it. Or when I did, I had to cry so hard <laughs> that I couldn't even tell the story fully. And now I can talk about it like just normally without having it like being so emotionally overwhelming that, um, you know, I can't talk about it. Be like, oh, sorry, I need to stop. <laughs> but, you know, so I think a lot of people, they kind of mistake that. It's like, oh, if I can still remember and if it's still, you know, then I'm not healed yet. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it just means it doesn't control you anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think you just um, touched on something great, which is like our idea of healing and our expectations <clears throat> of what that looks like, you know? Cause I definitely have been to in, at that point or reached that point some, um, where I'm like, well, I don't want to, I want to shut down. I don't want to remember this and I don't want to feel. And it's like, well, numb, numbing and numbness isn't healing. Yeah. You know? Avoidance isn't healing. <laughs> um, but like you said, it feels better in the moment to just wipe your, wipe the slate clean and no longer rem remember and no longer acknowledge, but then you're removing forgiveness and you're removing all the other things that comes with that, which to your point takes work and yeah. Yeah. may hurt, yeah. may hurt. Yeah. You're also kind of denying that growth for yourself. Like if I look back now, like I would wish it on anyone else, but now I can look back and like, whoa, that was just like five years ago. And I'm like, Mm. I've grown so much and I got to learn so much and now I know when something traumatic happens I know how to deal with it now I know how you know my how I react and, and stuff like that now I've learned for some reason we never learned how to use our first aid kit if I can say so for our emotional needs like we know what to do when we break our own we know what to do when whatever happens. But for some reason when our emotional side of us also needs healing as well and we don't learn how to do that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no yeah that's true we're not really equipped i'm reading this book um by bell hooks called all about love mm -hmm. and in the book the author discussed like our childhood and like we're not really taught to love um and sometimes we're taught that love means a good feeling so when you do something good your parents may affirm you like oh you know that was so good or you did this and you're like they love me you know because they did i whatever so when she breaks down childhood and um some of our experiences it really i'm in this space now where i'm re-identifying like love and like what does that mean like let me redefine rather i should say redefine what love means to me what does it look like um how do i receive love yeah why do i receive love this way why do i recognize these actions or 
as, as love. Um, and what you just said really made me think about that because it's just like, yeah, we're not really equipped with, with that, with those tools on how to, emotional intelligence, yeah. really, you know? And um, it's made me, just reading these chapters, it's made me a little bit more gentle with myself, but others also. But yeah, so that's why, I mean, this is like a whole, but I mean, sometimes your song, sometimes just really sums it up um, what you just talked about. and. Um, so that's why I think I just connected it with, with, with that song in particularly um, because it just struck a chord with me um, because it just kind of reminded me of the time when I was kind of going through it. And I don't think you'd ever have like, like oh, okay, now I'm done working. Yeah. It's always, you know, there's always stuff to work on. <laughs> yes. But, yes. Mm -hmm. but it's just nice. I just love songs like that because I'm like, we need more songs like this you need more artists like that and um so i really want i i'm not just saying it just to <laughs> thank you whatever reason right I'm, I'm really from the bottom of my heart i really i love this song and um i just really i listen to the lyrics i really do and they just really struck a chord and um so i just want to thank you for for releasing it thank <laughs> you thank you right <laughs> thank you no, all right that's love thank you so much yeah. so with with sail away it's so different like the yes. songs <laughs> more opposite like mm -hmm. music from the music and from the lyrics and um that's why i love that one as well especially the bass like i said I'm a, I'm a, i love a good bass and it's so funky it has like that slap I don't even know how, how they do it but um whoever recorded your bass yeah so I was gonna say shout out to James his Instagram name is looking at it just say Jimmy uh -huh. um okay. he amazing bass, bass player and the song was produced by uh, this producer named uh, Preach Gold um and they are a part of a um collective called Black Mercy, but um, James killed that bass. That bass line, oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, incredible. No, he killed it. It was great. Um, I love it. Just a, yeah. Every time I listen to it, I'm just like, doom, doom, doom. <laughs> it totally has that groove. It just, awesome. <laughs> great job. Wow. It definitely sets the tone for the entire song. It just, I don't know, it just pulls you in and just takes you on that journey and oh i love a good bass <laughs> just... no yeah he killed it thank you um so sail away yeah i wrote sail away during the beginning of the pandemic mm -hmm. um so i i was uh had the opportunity to go to africa and last time this year this actually yeah so this time last year <laughs> right this time last year um I went to Morocco and Ghana. So I wrote, obviously I came back in January and then February is when like the pandemic really yeah, got yeah. here. So we were locked in the house and I wanna say maybe, I wrote the song maybe April-ish or that's when I started coming up with this, just in my um in my room. And just really just like, I just came back from this amazing continent and then these two amazing countries that I like loved so much. Now I'm stuck and cold behind Brooklyn, which I also love, but like in a pandemic, I can't go anywhere. So, um, but yeah, I just was just home daydreaming. I just was like, that's how the song kind of came to me. 
Um, and I just, that one was a lot easier to write. I wrote Sail Away, melody came, the lyrics came, sent it over to preach, and then, yeah, finished the song. Wow. That one was easy. But I, Sail Away just like, yeah, just like, wow. It just was me daydreaming about getting the heck out of here. And then on top of that, this country like getting the heck out of here I'm like if I could get on just a one-way ticket yeah out of here and just like um and aside from listening to it now it just kind of takes me to another place you know definitely just, does like, travel just warm weather water playing with the sand and I love water I feel like wa water is very healing for me yeah just down with the ocean oh water yeah I love yeah. it it's just I just feel connected to the earth when I'm near the ocean. Yeah. And sure. Yeah. Especially like I'm a big fan of going to the beach at night. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh. I think there's just something calming about just hearing the ocean. Like mm -hmm. just like I don't know, I just like to sit there and just stare <laughs> out and just and listen. Call me crazy, but it's like it the waves speak to you or something. Like I, yeah. I just feel like I'm like, oh, it's just beautiful. It's like a I just feel at peace. Um yeah, I just I felt and I love traveling, so yeah. yeah. Oh, it's really cool. Like yeah, ask my husband. He, he I like once I'm in the water, you won't get me out. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I'm like, no, we don't. No, we along. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my mom is really, really crazy about just water too. Like that's where I get it from. <laughs> But yeah, she she um she wanted to study marine bi biology. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so she's like going snorkeling with her is like the coolest thing ever because she like knows everything. Um, so yeah, we're we're get I don't know why we got started on water, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm crazy, yeah. No, but yes, I love Sail Away. Um, I enjoyed. I'm not sure if you were able to see the video, but I enjoyed filming the video with. Um, yeah friend um my friend Dante played the lo my love interest yeah. and uh, a friend of mine Olivia Loy uh, very talented she styled me and she also created my artwork yeah. for the album cover and um assisted with the video so uh and the video was done by Johan Films very very talented director um but yes the visuals just take me to another place too so I'm like you know right now I'm currently cold as um, in my apartment, but this feels good, and I I love music that feels good. So I'm very proud of this single because it makes me feel good. You can't. It's that. It's like you said. It just takes you somewhere else. It's really yeah. cool. Like that's why I was just because I just got home from work and it was just a very tough day, and I was just like, you know what? I need a cool song that will just take me somewhere else. So that's why I was like on my phone. <laughs> yes. 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 And you know, right now I'm like, it's not safe for me to go anywhere else. So <laughs> that's nice. Um, but yeah, I love Sail Away. So thank you for listening to that one. Yeah, I know. I like, like I said, both of them are so different in like both like from the production uh, and from like the lyrics. But they they both are just so great. Like sometimes it's really. I just connected with it instantly and then sail away just kind of takes you on a different journey and kind of makes you, you know, oh, so good. <laughs> Everyone just listen to the song, like sail away and sometimes um, both of them are really, really good. So for the, where did you shoot the music, music video? Because you were like on a beach. Yes, so funny. So I actually shot it in Brooklyn. <laughs> 
shot it at Coney Island, which is hilarious. Yes, yes. We shot it. Yeah. It. I mean, that's why I said shout out to Johan Films because he killed it because he really took my vision. Like, it's why I'm like, I kind of want to do these scenes and like I sent some ideas and he killed yeah. it. But at first I was like, Coney Island. Like, you know, how is this gonna? <laughs> how is this gonna turn out? Um, but no, it, it turned out great. The day was perfect. You know, we saw like a, a ship sailing by and I was like, oh my gosh, you know. Um, there weren't too many people on the beach. Yeah. That was cool. Um, yeah, the weather was perfect. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It really yeah. looks like you, you shot the music video in like a dreamy, like own island somewhere. Uh, You know, <laughs> like I gotta ask her. No, 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 no. I'll credit to him. I'll credit to him because no, that's not what we did. <laughs> But yeah, that would be nice. But I would love the opportunity. Hopefully, once things clear up, I'll have the opportunity. So. Wow, that's so cool. Where did you find all these people? Did you already know them, or did you reach out? Yeah, yeah, I already knew them. I already knew them. Yeah. So you know, just like knowing people, different producers. I worked with the producer Preach for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. Roughly like a year or two, just going back and forth with different song ideas, and then, yeah, just kind of got connected with other people through him. Uh, that's cool. Like, yeah, it's um, yeah, I, it was not what I was expecting from like, oh, right, that's that's hard to make a mu music video right now, and then it was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, I shot that in I want to say the end of August, September. So yeah. Uh, and I have my last question. Um, I have the. This is actually not. I didn't make up this question, but okay. <laughs> this is from a podcast that I listen to um, a lot, and um, I always I love the the question. And um, he says, um, "All everything is. This is like your last day, and um, everything you created is gone. All your music is gone. All your Instagram posts is gone. Everything." everything you ever put out there it's gone but you have all your loved ones around you and um uh they're here to listen to what you have to say and what would your three truths be oh. that you would tell them oh my gosh okay let me think about this i would say love is as love does that would be a truth um I would say to cherish the memories. My third one would be that laughter is medicine. Oh, I'm gonna end it there. That was awesome. Laughter <laughs> is medicine. Amen. Here we go. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for putting out your music. Thank you for being so open and honest and just, you know, having the courage to, to put out amazing music especially now through the pandemic which makes things even harder um so thank you for that where can people find you you can find me on instagram as well as twitter and facebook at london mccoy um that's at london like the city last name mccoy m-c-k-o-y i'm also a dj so feel free to follow my dj page i'm a part of the dj duo including myself, London McCoy, and uh, DJ Laura Benjamin, and that is at the Don Dadas, spelled exactly how it sounds, the Don Dadas. <laughs> and also, my, sing my uh, single, Sail Away, is on all streaming platforms. Check it out. Check out our video. 
I want you to teach me something in German. Teach me how to say something in German. Can you? Oh, I can definitely do that. Yeah, I would <laughs> love, love, love that. <laughs> Ooh, um, what do you want to know? Um, I don't know. Like something I would need, like if I were to go to Germany tomorrow, something that's helpful, like you should know how to say this. Oh, there, there are so many things. How do you like pick one? Just one. Maybe, um, I don't know. Like, What's, a, what's a, a common greeting when you meet someone like them? Oh, how do you say I love you in German? Ich liebe dich. Break it down for me. Ich? Ich? Liebe. Lieber. Liebe. Lieber. Dich. Dich. Lieber dich. Lieber dich. Yeah, but that's a very strong word. You would really only say that if you're like really like in love with like your spouse or boyfriend or someone you like really like that's like really strong it's like ich liebe dich is like serious what about it's like oh bye good to see you love you love you bye like is that a, uh... <laughs> yeah, so that that so if it's more of a casual thing okay. then you would say ich hab dich lieb ich ich hab hab dich dich lieb lieb Ich hab dich lieb. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that was like perfect pronunciation. <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> ich lieb. Oh, say it again. I'm sorry. Ich hab dich lieb. Ich hab dich lieb. Yeah. Wow. See, now you got you even got a, a German session in here. Yes, love it. Well, hopefully, I will be able to visit Germany soon. I will let yes. you know. Um, when the world opens up, that's yeah. possible. Thank you so, so much for having me and allowing me to talk with you today. Of course. I I, uh, I really enjoyed talking with you and just, you're just so great. I just, everyone, everyone just go and, and follow, follow, I can't even talk anymore. I'm so but I go and follow London, go listen to your music because it, it's truly amazing and um, I can't wait to hear more. <laughs> I can't wait to share more. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Musician's Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Koa. I hope you got to learn something new about producing or songwriting or mental health when it comes to making music. Uh, the fears that most musicians have um, when making music. So everything that's behind the scenes, behind making music, you will learn it here because I am basically talking to anyone that makes music all around the world so i have a great privilege to learn all of that and i can't wait to share it with you all so follow this podcast if you enjoyed what you heard today and go and share it with somebody that you think could enjoy this episode as well benefit and learn from it and as always there's more information at elisecoa.com slash podcast talk to you soon bye